Hey everyone, welcome to Bitchin' Bout Broadway, where we bitch about Broadway behind her back. And on the floor. <laughs> I am Elijah Zurich, your host, and I would like to introduce my co-host, Megan Lisko-Snelling. Hey everybody, for clarification, we're sitting on the floor. Coming to you live from the cello teacher's classroom floor at Music Showcase in Brandon, Florida. Does she know we're here? No, most definitely not, and this is Studio... 11 for anybody noticing and I just knocked over the phone anyways that was so obnoxious just I mean like it's our podcast of course it's obnoxious anyways Malegan, what are we talking about today today we're going to be talking about Mama Mia the musical Mama Mia Megan. not that musical <laughs> I'm very excited about Mama Mia <laughs> Because it's actually one of my favorite musicals ever. And my dad absolutely hates me because I used to watch the movie on repeat when I was about like 12 or 13, like over and over and over and over again. So like as soon as it was over, I would just like press replay on that bitch. Like I was so... <laughs> You're like, like okay, like, okay, Encore, okay, like, Encore. It was so funny. I like I I, I every time I just be as surprised as I was the first time. Like I would never get bored. You'd be of like, Mama oh Mia. my god, she doesn't know which one of them is her real dad. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope it's Colin Firth. <laughs> so me and Megan are both really passionate about this because why? Uh, I spend all my time at music showcase. No, what? Oh. <laughs> No, um, can you tell I've been awake for days just like living at Music Showcase because I can. I can too. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, for me, I, I'm a lot more feeling y than Megan, and Megan knows this, but um, I actually feel like being in Mama Mia with Megan was one of like the best parts of our friendship because mm-hmm. she was so good and I was really okay. And we <laughs> we kind of killed it. I was Donna. I was Harry. Yeah. I was Colin Firth. Yeah, you were. I got like- to be Colin Firth. <laughs> and I was so excited about it too. I wanted that so bad. Like, I remember walking in, I was like, I'm going to sing a song in a British accent just to be Harry. Did you do that? I don't remember that. What, what did you, you sing for your audition? Oh, shoot. I was just, I just asked you that. Okay, I sang, um, I, what is the name of the song? I sang, is it At First You See? At First You Know from Carrie? Yeah. Okay. I say that because I really wanted Sophie. Mm-hmm. And that, that was like a and it was um what is her name? I we just were talking about her. Uh Sue Snow? Yeah, no, but like played by played by Amanda Seinfried. No. Sue Snow. Nice drums, Megan. I don't know. Anyways, no, the girl that she's literally doing making it on Broadway. Oh, wait, Christy Altamare? I was looking for her name. Oh, I love Christy Altamare. making it on Broadway, Elijah's about to do a, a, a thing. Intensive and concert with... Christy Altamare, the one and only. I get to sing for her and sing with, with her. her. That's really cool. I'm not, like, in any numbers with her, to my knowledge, but then again... Who knows? I, I mean, I'm going to be in the building. We're, I'm going to be on stage with her, with her at the her. same yeah. time so at cool. some point. Also, Samantha Polly, one of my literal icons. Besties. Um, I don't know if we're besties, but um, <laughs> she plays Catherine Howard in Six the Musical. That was On supposed Broadway. to open um, a year ago yeah. when the COVID hit. Oh but God. anyways. Literally been a year. Literally in love with that oh, cast. Oh, we were talking about audition songs. So I auditioned with that song because Christy Altamare played Sophie in like a yes. production a long time ago. On Broadway. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what she I She did it on Broadway. And on Broadway. In yeah. On Broadway. On Broadway. <laughs> um, I, I knew what you meant. And I don't know. Also, like, I get a lot of stuff in my book from Christy Altamare just because, like, our vocal ping is really close. Very close, yeah. So I use her. If song. you don't know her, look her up. She was recently um, the originating cast of Anastasia as Anastasia, Tony nominated. Yes. She was amazing. Incredible. Um, I didn't get to see her, but I did see the national tour, and that show was beautiful. I wanted to see it. Um, um, I have a friend that actually went backstage. That's cool. And, like, knows her very closely. And I actually have... I have two friends that know her. I have a friend that has her number, and I also have a friend that met her on an elevator. That's so and weird. And <laughs> now they're, like, best friends, and she didn't Aww. even realize that they, she was... Like, she's a Broadway fan, too. She was like, I've seen you somewhere. And Christy was like, oh, I don't, I don't know, know where. where. <laughs> but then she, like, saw her face on the poster and was like, 
Oh. She was like, that girl on the elevator is literally Anastasia and Tony nominated. Okay, so back to audition. You auditioned for Mamma Mia with. So it's a really obscure choice. It doesn't fit the musical stylings of Mamma Mia, but it fits the character of Harry. Right. I picked um, A Chance for Me. From Amazing Grace the Musical. It's really okay, obscure. Okay, that is very obscure. I know. People like, are going to be like, what musical? It's really pretty. Amazing Grace has bops, though. Like, Megan, okay. you should look into that for you. Because, like, okay. it's very melodic and very pretty. I don't know what the ladies sing in that. And so you sang that with a British accent. Yeah, because the character is British. Right. So I was like, there's still a chance for me. And I, like, sent in the vibrato. And I was like, period, 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 period. And I'm going to get Harry. And you booked Harry. Yeah, and actually there was like a point where there were like five people that were like, Elijah is going to be Bill. And I had a heart attack. My gosh, I I, cannot see you as Bill. Because I, because Bill is like the one character that like I knew I couldn't play. I was like, oh my God, no. But, um. I was, when I got Harry, I, like, cried because it was, like, one of my dream roles. And I've actually had, like, a string of dream roles recently. Yeah. I'm really proud of myself. So, I got to do Harry. Right. I got to be Thenardier. Thenardier was before Harry. And me and Megan were both the Thenardiers. We yeah. were the Thenardier couple. We're always, like, cast together, and I love yeah. it. I love and it. then, um, we were recently Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett, which yeah. was my literal dream role since I was little. Mm-hmm. Now that I've done it, I can die happy. <laughs> and, um, we got to be... I, I mean, like, I'm cast as Donkey right now. That's been a thing since yeah. I was little that I've always wanted to do. And I'm Dragon. She's so the Dragon, and she's hot! <laughs> she's hot! Oh, my God! She's also an ogre, so... Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Um, I get both sides of it, so... Megan, you have, like, ratchet vibes, but also you're hot. So Aww, Thank you. I love Megan, guys. Okay, so, first things first, back to Mamma Mia!, We are going to kick off this episode, besides our seven-minute introduction, (laughs) with the title track of Mamma Mia. From the original Broadway cast. Mamma Mia. Yeah, from the original Broadway cast of Mamma Mia. Mia. So this is Mamma Mia. Um, Catch you on the flip-flop. Yeah! Yeah, she's still Donna. Just one look and I can hear a bell. 
Hey baddies, welcome back. If you are just now tuning in, this is Bitchin' Bout Broadway on Hawk Radio on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Elijah Zurich, and this is my co-host, Megan Lusko-Snelling. Hey people, hey people. Yeah, Bessie. Um, the song we just heard was the title number of Mamma Mia, sung by Sibian McCarthy and the original Broadway cast. <sighs> that song really gets the blood pumping and the good vibes going. Which is like every single ABBA song. I know. Um, if, you, if you weren't here for the first segment, Mamma Mia is like one of me and Megan's favorite shows because we were in Mamma Mia together and we were the leads. We were Mama and Mia. Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> You're so far away. Come closer. Um, okay. We're on the floor of yeah, a if you um, didn't know that. of a cello teacher's um, classroom at Music Showcase in Brandon, Florida. Um, they do music lessons. They also have a store and they also do musical theater. So, super come on down, fun. come on down. Woohoo! Woohoo! Right. <laughs> so, Mamma Mia is a jukebox musical, which means that the songs existed before the show. Period. They basically took the already existing ABBA music and asked, can we make a story and use these songs? It's so funny, because, like, the story doesn't really make sense out of context of <laughs> ABBA. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't make sense, like, the three dads and stuff. Yeah, but it's, like, drama. But they did it so beautifully. I like it. And for those who don't know, let's get into a quick synopsis of the show. This is from Stage Agent website. The show takes place on a a small fictional Greek island. So, I mean, it's very, like, aesthetic because, like, the set is, like, teal and um, aqua with, like, the whites. Like, the pure whites, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. the very beachy grease vibes. I don't know. When I saw it, I think that's what grabbed me first. Yeah. The color scheme is very, very, very... um eye-catching yeah i saw it at the Strass center in tampa mm. so like i saw the set set before i saw the movie which is right. weird because you know like the movie came out first i mean before the tour right so i i saw it and i made friends with the lady who played donna and she kept my poster and she made every single person sign it and i have it framed in my um in my office like oh my god that reminds me i stole a poster from when we did mama mia Oh my god, yes, I've seen it in your room. Yeah, I didn't, like, you know, it was just printed on, like, normal paper. It wasn't, like, poster board. But, like, every night um, during Mamma Mia, uh, Donna uh, would rip up a poster of the Dynamos. And we had one that just hadn't been ripped up. And I saw it backstage. And I'm pretty sure someone was, like, going to take it home. And I was like, "Mm, free real estate. I'm going to take this now. You know what I got to keep? What? I got to keep my guitar. You did? The well, didn't you buy it? Find it. No. You bought but, the guitar. Yeah. Because I, I mean, like and you got to keep the guitar you bought. Yeah, but like, it was like the best thing <laughs> did that I, I could have. Guitar? You did. Okay. It's like the best thing that I could have kept because, like, my whole my first song was "Thank You for the Music" mm-hmm. in the show, and like, uh, it still hits different when I see that guitar. It's like right by my poster. Like it's hung up next to the poster that oh, I got from the show. So sweet. It's like a cute little blue guitar. That, like, one time someone forgot to take it off stage, and then an, <laughs> uh, an ensemble member had to, like, run it off stage in the middle of, what was it? It was, like, one of the bigger numbers. It was, like, Voulez-Vous or something. It was definitely Voulez-Vous. Like, everyone <laughs> Oh, was no, like, no, no, no. It was, um, it was... Gimme, gimme. No, it was my song. <laughs> it was, what is it called? Why am I blanking? Oh, my was gosh. It literally Money Money? No, no, no. It was, um, The Hen Night. Oh, yeah. Super it was super trooper. It was literally one of the best songs ever. And someone like in the middle of the in the middle of performing it, like someone had to run the guitar off stage because it was just there. It was just there. Yeah. You know, bloopers. <laughs> Except it, you can't cut it out of a live show. <laughs> that show was wild. It was a fun show. Anyways, um, we have to finish giving this um synopsis. really fun synopsis. So it takes place on a small fictional island in Greece. Um, our twenty-year-old girl Sophie dreams of a perfect wedding, which includes her one of her her father giving her away. The problem is she doesn't know which one it is. There are three possible choices that mm-hmm. you know could be her father, and her mother Donna was the former lead singer of the nineteen seventies pop group Donna and the Dynamos, where Megan caught the poster. Um, <laughs> refuses to talk about the past. So Sophie just like has like a diary, and she figures out who her she dad. She found are. her mom's diary, and the opening part of the show is like 
girls i found my mother's diary i love i love the part of the show where it's like and dot 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 yeah if you don't know mama mia it's like what do you mean like it's just dot 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 but like i feel like it's become almost like a, a meme yes in like a mama mia sense not that it's like memeable but it's a funny joke that i feel like a lot of people use that for a really long time here at showcase because it was, it was so funny because Dot, dot, dot is used to insinuate, like... Sex time. Not that. <laughs> more. Yes, just, like, something more. Like, a little... Like, <laughs> we went to the beach and... Dot, dot, dot. Like, <laughs> I thought that was really cute and funny. Um, So, once Sophie sneaks a peek at her mother's diary, she discovers that her three possible father's names are Sam, Bill, and Harry. Which... Drama? Like soap opera-esque you know what i mean yeah it's just so like wild not landish which is why i'm like girl what even is this plot (laughs) okay so she secretly invites all three of her dads her possible dads to the wedding convinced that she'll know which one it is like immediately when she sees it like she thinks like oh i'm gonna know like we're gonna look exactly the same or something like she thinks like there'll be like a telepathic connection like i'm your father like, there, there's not going to be a Sophie, I am your father moment in Mamma Mia, but she thinks that there will be. And then there isn't, and she, just, like, <laughs> and she spends, like, the whole the first The entire, act. like, show, first part of the show is, like... First part of the show is, um, I'm trying to figure it out, and the second part is, why did I do this? And then at yeah. the end, she's just like, I'm glad I did this. Yeah. And then, when all three show up, obviously it's not as clear as she thinks. So... The t- story is told through the legendary music of ABBA, as Period. Stage Agent says, and Mamma Mia has become a worldwide sensation that has audiences everywhere dancing. Period. Yeah. Mamma Mia premiered in the West End at the Prince Edward Theatre on April 6, 1999, and played there up to the COVID pandemic. Really? Straight up, down and across. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was still, like, it's going. a thing. I th- because it closed on Broadway. Like, when things close on Broadway, I'm like, it's done. But it was on Broadway for, like, 14 years. Let me yeah, get there. Yeah, it, it, opened, it opened also, I think, did it open in 1999 on Broadway as well? I think it did. Because I, I feel like I remember original Broadway cast in 1999. Yeah. But so, in like, London, it must have been, like... Yeah. In London, they played 7,000 performances. Oh, my gosh. So, like, can you imagine, like... Like... Having like I mean, especially being like the original cast in London, just being like, Well yeah, that's still there. <laughs> they know? wouldn't stay with the show though. No, but like they're no, that's what I'm saying. They're, Imagine like, that's like still there. Like you retired and it's yeah, still, it's still there. And it's you're like, like, like I made like, my Broadway debut there. Like That's what I'm saying. I'm saying not like, Broadway Western. Less, that's why I'm saying like it's a thing. It's like a yeah. it's like a little it's like your little legacy is still there. Mm-hmm. Like for as an original. And your picture is probably still on the poster. Like that one girl, did you know? Oh, the poster. The, the poster is like a stock image yeah, that they is. just found, and they were like, "Cute, I want to keep it." <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like been up, and it's just this brunette it's girl. The lo- yeah, where the logo was the original Sophie Blonde. Do you know? Probably because the line, um, "I am the girl right. with so golden hair." It's just some random brunette bride. Yeah, you can look this up. This is real. <laughs> it's, like, a real thing. It's very strange. It's very, like... It's very odd, but... It's a very obscure thing to know, because you just assume that it was, like, one of the original cast members, but it's no. literally just... A stock image. A stock image. I don't even think it's a real person. Like, I think it's a painting. Like, it could be wrong. Well, it looks like a painting in, in the uh, poster yeah. and everything, but it's, it's, it's like, a picture that they just like a picture. painted over or something. And I think that's funny. Copyright! They probably got go the rights again. for it. Anyways, Mamma Mia is scheduled to reopen on London's West End in June 2021. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Um, <laughs> the show... Oh, oh, okay. So the show opened on Broadway October 18th, 2001. In Bro- on Broadway. At the um, Winter Garden. At the Winter Garden. Where Beetlejuice recently closed and Music Man is moving in. to go up. Um, and, uh, other things that were at the, the Winter Garden. Um... School of Rock. Oh. Cats, Cats and School of Rock. And School of Angela, Rock. Like, Angela Weber kind of has a legacy there, though. Like, yeah, that's true. I saw School of Rock on Broadway. That's it so was cool. really cute. I, I, thought, I thought that they were looking at me the entire time because I was, like, self-obsessed. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to become friends with all of these kids. I was also, like, maybe 10 or 11, so I was very certain that 
they were gonna they be were besties. gonna be besties with me. It never happened, but one of them did smile specifically at me. Because you're hot. <laughs> I was ten. <laughs> Megan to this day is still hot. <laughs> Like to Megan this day, to this day. As if I'm, as if I'm like, like, really old now because I'm not 10. <laughs> um, so the show on Broadway closed in September 2015. And I actually thought, I thought that it wasn't on for that long. Like, I thought maybe it would have been like, like five years. But it's actually, it was on for 14 years on the West End. Yeah, and my girl, Christy Altamere was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl. I mean, Carol... not on the West End. Oh my God, I said the West End again. It's um, Broadway. And Carolee Carmelo was in it. One of my yes. favorites. Because she was in Parade, and I grew up with her on my cast recording of Parade. She's also in Adam's Family. No, I know. She's done everything. She's a legend. Well, was she um, Was she in Hello, Dolly? Oh, yeah. She was on the national okay. tour. Like I could have seen her I remember her, her being in Hello, Dolly. Mm-hmm. So, com website boasts that the show has become a global entertainment phenomenon, which has now been seen by over 60 million people worldwide in over 440 cities. Major it set, cities. It has set... Major cities? In major cities, because it's toured to more than that. Right, in, right. In, like, little cities, but major cities. And it also it's set the record for premiering in more cities worldwide faster than any other musical in history. Very I wicked. Think, I think because of ABBA, like, ABBA is just always... Not only has it just been there, but it's been so loved and appreciated for years, years before this opened. So everyone loved ABBA, and they were like, oh my god. Like, I have a love for ABBA, and mm-hmm. I wasn't alive when it, like, when it originated. Like, right. I, like, I on my workout playlist, I still have, like, ABBA songs on there. And I, like, along with, like, newer things, like Charlie Puth, and, mm-hmm. um... <laughs> and, you know, every, every once in a while, it's just, you are the dancing queen. Yeah, that's the one I have. <laughs> oh my god, I knew it. Literally, it's Dancing Queen and um Oh my god, Voulez Vu would be a good workout vibe. I do have that on there and I also have <laughs> um Does Your Mother Know. Oh, I love that song. That's such a good song. Does your mother Honestly, know? I I saw a thing the other day and it made me think um I, I thought it was so funny. So Abba has a song for everything like like have you ever noticed like yeah they have breakup songs, they have like true love songs, they have songs about like being broke. Yeah, and it's so obscure. It's just like their songs just cover like all of these bases, and you're like, well, thanks. I guess like it, it kind of is like all you need to listen to is, is ABBA. ABBA. You know, that's for everything. They also have like slow songs and stuff. They're not just like an '80s like not '80s '70s like upbeat like woohoo. Let's uh, go. M- money, money, money. <laughs> money, money, money. But they have like you know. Oh, like, yeah, that's the one about being broke. <laughs> yeah, that's about being broke. It's I know like, it is. I wish I had money. And meanwhile, they're like the biggest pop sensation from the 70s. Well, are they the biggest pop sensation from the 70s? For me, they are. For me, they are. <laughs> pop sensation specifically. Like, we're not saying like they're a rock band, but pop sensation. Period. Honestly, I just love this show. I think that it has such a large demographic, like, just like what we were saying. Mm hmm. Because I, I mean, like, it's just such a great story. Like, it's so heartwarming, and mm-hmm. there are ups and downs. I mean, and it's very lighthearted, so it's not like, it's not like you're watching it and you feel depressed or, like, too sugary by the end. Have you ever seen, like, a show that was, like, too sugary? Like, I um, mean, like, I've definitely have. Like, I remember, I hate to be this way, but I'm going to call it out, like, when I got, went to go see Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory at um Justin or Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, I I I'm literally don't know the difference. There's two different musicals, right? No, because Willy I Wonka swear... is the movie with like Gene Wilder. There's a Willy Wonka. There's a Charlie and Chocolate. Charlie and Chocolate Factory is the name with of the Johnny, book. Johnny Depp. The reason that they put um Willy Wonka on it with Gene Wilder is because they wanted like Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. That was their the focus, yeah. Because he was the star power okay, of the movie. Okay, what was the movie with Johnny Depp called? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, because it's based more based okay. off the book okay. than it is the... I just, I remember, so my friend did the musical, but it was, like, not the same as, like... It was my first show ever. Wow, okay. I was the Candyman at the beginning. Like, <laughs> the Candyman. How old were you? I was nine, and I was a baby. And my, I, my dad actually, well, my mom made my vest, but my dad being the fashion icon that he is... <laughs> Mr. Allen is a fashion icon. We've talked about M- Mama Nikki, but now we're talking about Mr. Mr. Allen. Allen. He drove me here today, and he's going to drive me and Megan to get dinner after this. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I find it really funny that you're calling this show the most sugary. Like, it is. I think that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, because the candy. <laughs> but, like, by the, an- by the end, I'm just like... 
life doesn't happen that way as much as we'd like it to. Mm-hmm. Mama Mia is like very realistic and grounded. Like she Except didn't for the get. Fact that, like she has like three dads. Honestly, yeah. Girl, just but, get like, a DNA. No, but, but like in the way that like she gets what she, <laughs> she needed, but not what she wanted. Right, and you know? she didn't realize what she wanted. She was like, "Oh, I want my dad." To be here. But what she really but she wanted was like, oh my god, I like, just want to go tour the world with my fulf- love. Yeah, and I think what she really wanted was fulfillment. Right, right. And also, I just think that, like... So... I think I think that Sophie's so cute because she's just so confused. She is. She's so confused, but then by the end, she, like, pulls it together after Donna actually raised her and had actual problems, you know? Mm-hmm. Honestly... I really do think that it makes a difference if the audience enjoys the music and knows the music in advance. Because obviously it shows that it increases the chance for popularity. You even see that with, like, Hamilton. Right. But, I mean, like, the music that, like... No, I know. But, like, also, like, I think that Hamilton has become a part of pop culture in the way that, like... Like, I, I mean, like, they're producing, like merchandising content to this day right like in mainstream things like i was in box lunch the other day with like they mainly produce like disney anime um harry potter and then there's just something Marvel. hamilton and then there's like this whole hamilton line and they're making like this funko pops out of all the hamilton characters really straight up wow. i have it saved on my phone i'm actually really excited about it because i i, I want the little angelica skylar she's got like her little hands on her hips she that's cute i like so that. cute angelica's someone, my favorite character someone in my class um, we're doing, like, plays right now oh, in period. my English class. And someone was, like, they mentioned Hamlet, and he was, like, oh, my God, isn't that that musical? No, it's Hamlet. I was, Hamlet. like, oh, no. He literally thinks Hamlet is Hamilton. <sighs> um, like, what makes you, like, think, that's right, Alexander Hamilton, that one founding father? Hamlet. That that doesn't make sense to me, but circling back to Mamma Mia, because we keep getting What doesn't make sense to me is the three dads. What's this cat? Yeah. Like, I feel like DNA tests exist in Greece, yes? Yeah, but, you know, like, the point of it <laughs> is that she doesn't know because she doesn't care because she wants to keep all three of them in True, her True, but, like, wouldn't you just, like, want that closure? I feel I like don't think I so. would. No, do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but, like... Do you see? It's very... Mommy Mia is very whimsy and romantic, so... It's, like, something that wouldn't happen in real life in that sense. In that sense. Like, while it is a very realistic show, there's no, like, magic and, like, all this other stuff, like, you see in shows all the time. Did you know that the Mamma Mia movie is not even really considered a true movie musical? Because it's always been categorized as a chick flick in a rom-com. Why? Because they're si- because it you falls have Meryl because- Streep singing money 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 and you're well, not gonna call that a movie musical. No 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 it is but like it falls under like it was advertised at the time as oh. like a chick flick or a rom com because know. it fell more into the demographic of at the time like Mean Girls and like everything with Drew Barrymore in it and right. Pretty Woman you know like it Pretty fit- Woman. Walking down the street, Pretty <laughs> Woman. Okay. I saw that on Broadway and I cried. I was in a, but we told the guy that we were like, do you guys have military discounts? Because some of the um, Broadway theaters do. And Mm -hmm. they were like, um, one second. (laughs) Okay. And they were like, we don't have any discounts, but I'll get you really good seating. Thank you for your service. And we came back. That's so nice. And we walked around. We went to go see a show in the morning and then we came back at night. Whoa, I saw Frozen in the morning. I saw Frozen. You saw two Broadway shows in one day. Uh, On that trip, I think I saw 16 shows. And I also okay, took classes. Discount. It wasn't even discount. Like we just like waited in line for like the cheap seat tickets. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the my favorite cheap seat tickets that. that I got, um, it was thirty dollars front row Mean Girls How? original cast. Because it was like a last minute. It was last oh my minute. god, that reminds me. And we my grandmother pink. used to be like a seat filler during Broadway shows. She went. She saw Jekyll and Hyde like over a hundred times. I know. I, know, I remember is, Adrian told me this when we did Jekyll and Hyde. Like, because she, imagine, um, like, she, you know, she had a job and everything, but, like, she would get incredible discounts, like, minimal money spending just to see Broadway shows because they wanted their seats filled for the actors and the audience to think that it was, like, big. Yeah. That's incredible to me because, yeah. one, as an actor, if you, if, you, if you look out into a house and it's, like, like three people, you're going to be like, oh, we had a Come From Away concert last weekend, and um, our first show had an eight-person audience, and it was so upsetting to me as, like, the director. <laughs> it was hilarious, it was so though. upsetting Because to me. we just, I was um, backstage. backstage, and 
we used it as an opportunity for the cast to have like it was our opening show right and which that's also disappointing for the cast because you, it's your opening show you put all this work in and then there's yeah. no one here those kids were but, so good you know the people that did come it was really cool because they got to see the first performance but also the fact that there were eight people there allowed like a warm-up performance almost for the night show that day right and they were so great but anyways yeah um i love that for us and i love i I just love the mom certainly back to it mama mia is one of my favorites and it's just such a fun show to do as an actor, too. Like, mm-hmm. being in it with, like, all of my friends and making that new friends. That was very like, fun. Like I, remember, like, I know that um, me and Megan were friends before that, but I think that we became better friends because of it. Because, yeah, like, and Carrie and actor. Donna was great. And I think also it was amazing. It was it was really, really fun to learn the dance numbers. Oh, yeah. Like, because we, was, got, we were double cast, so we yeah. would have nights that we wouldn't we be our lead. We could do ensemble. And it's just so fun to be ensemble and be those characters and, like, watch our friends be our characters and, like, watch them shine and as well as going on, like, that night or the mm-hmm. morning after. I think the most fun dance to do, though, is Voulez-Vous. Oh, 100%. And we want to play that for you right now. So this is a good time to take a break because you really should hear Voulez-Vous. It's got, like, the perfect energy. It does. And um, I'm in French and I still don't know what Voulez-Vous means. Oh, um, when we get back, I'll tell you, Megan. Okay, well, Period. stick around, everybody. Catch you on the flip flop.
Welcome back! I'm Elijah, and this is Megan, and you're listening to Bitchin' Bout Broadway, where we talk about Broadway behind her back on Hot Radio on Anchor FM. We just heard Voulez Vous, sung by the original Mamma Mia Broadway cast. So, Megan, you asked earlier, um, Voulez Vous actually means do you want in French, so it's basically kind of a hookup song. Well, the song is like, do you want to hang out, though? No, it's not. It's definitely a hookup song. I'm sorry. Regardless, it's fun to dance to. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. talk about the Mamma Mia movie. Okay. This movie changed my life. I talked about it earlier, but I watched it on repeat when I was, like, 13, and I always Mm -hmm. get shocked by the end, even though I, like, saw it, like, three times that day. (laughs) Um, So, the movie has big-name stars like Meryl Streep, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Stellan Starsgard, Amanda Seenfried, who we also have seen in Les Mis, uh-huh. and my personal favorite movie, Mean Girls. Oh my god, I forget that she was in Mean Girls a lot because like she was she, so like, is she a looked different little person. She looked smaller. Yeah, she, like, she looked was a baby. Baby. And then we have Christine Baranski. Is that how you say it? Yeah. She was in multiple Broadway and theater shows, including Mame, Sweeney Todd is Love It in 1999 and 2002, and the Into the Woods movie with Meryl Streep. Aw, sweet babies. So cute. And Julie Walters, several West End credits, such as, and, um... Harry, Harry Potter, Potter as, as Mrs. Mrs. Weasley. Weasley. I did not know that that was the Nor same did Nikki! Person. Nikki still, like, gets upset. absolutely, like baffled because while she looks exactly the same yeah you know, but it just vibes so different. differently like hearing the line not my daughter you mm, and then like this is a head night women are they you know it, that was that's what she sounds like by the way yeah just, <laughs> didn't she have crushes on both of them megan christine and what's what? her face the just wife. christine just, Just Christine. Christine. Girl. And Meryl Streep. I still have, like, an ongoing crush on Meryl Streep. I don't I think, think that's it's... ever going to go away. She's... I'm not... I think it's so... <laughs> I think it's funny. I call Ava's mom a MILF. Like, I need... I'm like, I need to speak with the MILF. And she's like, fine. And she'll call me. <laughs> they don't know who Ava is. <laughs> Ava's one of my besties. But also, um... I think it's really funny that Megan... It kind of looks like I'm her GBF, but it also goes both ways. Except... I have a boyfriend. For the time being. No, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get back on the grind. The movie opened in July, the 20th of July, and grossed... It's $615 million worldwide. <laughs> I can't read. I'm so you sorry. You can't count guys. either. I was, like, trying to figure out how to say six... six like, I was like, I can't Anyways, say it right now. Anyways, Megan, okay, I so... think that's a success. I think neither of us have that much money mm-hmm. especially because i don't think they didn't put as much money into the film as they got from the film so like putting it into theaters and people bought the movie and it was like so Megan, that I is a success we knows how we know how Listen, that works um some people are not in college <laughs> except for the people that are listening to this except They're probably for in college. except for me megan's not in college, college yet i'm 15 yeah i'm 17 and in college guys what's good so the fandom website states that mamma mia remains the highest grossing musical of meryl streep's film career oh, do we think that that'll change with the prom i don't think so because mamma mia went to theaters and did all of that mm-hmm. and had like merchandising where the prom went straight to netflix right so it it's gonna it doesn't gross as i much. definitely don't think she did a really good job as Phoebe, though Oh my gosh, don't even get me started on the prom. We will have a prom segment, though. Stay. <laughs> we will. We will. I, that was a little teaser. Okay. <laughs> prom is one of our favorites, me and Megan. What did you think of the Mamma Mia movie? Miss Ma'am. The Mamma Mia movie? I just told you, I've watched no, it like I'm 20 million times. I'm what you thought of it. Like, I think it's amazing. Give me your absolute, like... I do have a critique. Ooh, do it. I do have a critique. Give me your critique. I think that, like, whoever was the sound engineer could have blended the vocals just a little bit better because yeah. some of the harmonies did stick weird. Um, yeah. But you could tell that the sound engineer was going for sounds and not harmonies. Like, you could tell. Right. Like I watched an interview where the cast basically said that this was all new to them. Like, most of them hadn't sung before. Yeah. Which is really cool that they gave them those opportunities. Yeah. And they were really good. They were. Um, I just think that, like, some of the harmonies could have been cleaner. Because, like, having been in the musical, like, I know the harmonies. Right, right. Like, I, I that's the only thing. Because now that I've done the show, I hear it, I'm like, someone's flat. Ha, ha. Like, honestly. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> and now and then and then sometimes I'm just like someone's sharp. It's Amanda. <laughs> like <laughs> I love Man. Amanda. I'm just but also Amanda was great in Les Mis. Like you could tell yes. she learned a lot in Mamma Mia, and then like came back with a vengeance in Les Mis. And now it, she's just like amazing. Like she's I love her. an incredible actor, but she's she's so cute. Power. She's a power. She's just so cute too. Like she's just so pretty, mm-hmm. and she just has such good energy. I love her. Um, if Amanda ever hears this, like I don't think she will. She won't. I just want her to know how much I do love her because I I I grew up with her. Like I've been in Lame Is actually just no, but I I've grown up with like Lame Is and mm-hmm. Mean Girls and Mamma Mia, and right. I mean she's done other things that I've seen her in, but like those were the movies I watched on re- on repeat because I yeah I love her. Um, so yeah, we love some Amanda. So anyways, 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 anyways. The ongoing success of the film has inspired a sequel that opened in 2018, 10 years after the original's premiere date with like the the cast of the of the original movie and it was so good and it was it made me so happy. Um Mamma Mia, here we go again, grossed about 395 million dollars worldwide. And the sequel added Cher to the cast, like the literal legend Cher as Donna's mother. But you know, I only think makes sense. It it says though, like I remember one of my lines in Mamma Mia was that Donna was like kicked out of her house for being pregnant, and then it was like fun and everything was cool because it's Cher. But like I have beef with Donna's mother. Like but also, <laughs> um, also didn't they say something in the movie about like so, um, like, there's someone up there um. Messing yeah, with me, and they then said, they said that her her mother was in heaven messing with her in the movie. Yeah, so like they just decided when they were doing the second movie, we should have share. I don't think Cher's ever gonna die though. So like, <laughs> let's be honest, like, like the pandemic, also the pandemic, just share. But also like, while they did add share and that added like a really cool light to it, and I'm also in love with share. The second movie had a heavier theme, which then. means sadder music. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, I don't like that they had Donna die. Because the show, the, the movie missed that much energy. Like, she's a force. She's a powerhouse. And it was just not there. Donna is the main character. So, like, imagine if we did, like, Shrek 2 and Shrek was just kind of dead. Like, <laughs> that, like it's literally Shrek and you're just like, Fiona. <laughs> no, it's Donkey. Children. Don- donkey. Donkey's donkey. the number two, for sure. Donkey's the number two. You're right. Somebody once told me. No, we're not doing this about Shrek. It feels like they forced a story in order to use new material. Like, because, you know, if you did a Mamma Mia 2 and you kept Donna, you probably would have to reuse a lot of songs, which I think they could have, but they probably would have gotten a lot of issues with that. Well, also, it would have been cheap. Right. Like, it would have just been like, thanks for this. Mm Mm-hmm. I did like, though, the flashbacks on how Donna met, like, the guys and how she became a single mom. And I think that the actress that played young Donna, um, I don't remember her name. Hold on. I think... (laughs) Anyways, I think that the actress that played young Donna uh, really did a good job portraying her energy. She's so pretty. And also because she, like... Her energies match Amanda Seyfried as um, my home girl Sophie. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, oh, period. It's Lily James. Lily James oh, played Young Donna. I love her, and also like I know this is like Cap, but um, her Cinderella in like the fun Disney movie, that was fun. It was. Um, so anyways. I feel like though the order of her meeting the guys was different than in it was. the first movie. It was. And Donna's mother was dead in the first movie. But still in the end, Cher showing up was magnificent. So now we're gonna play another fun song for you. We're gonna play Does Your Mother Know, also known as that one song in Elijah's workout playlist. Yes. Sung and by also- the original Broadway cast. Does your mother know? Yes, because she's still alive. Ooh. Oh. Catch you on the flip flop. Catch you on the flip flop.
Welcome back. This is Bitchin' About Broadway, Hawk Radio on Anchor FM. We just heard Does Your Mother Know from the original Broadway cast recording of Mamma Mia. I thought that you guys would appreciate we are no longer on the cello teacher's floor as we are kicked out because the building is closing. <laughs> so We are recording this in a hallway at Music Showcase. Yes, because they wanted to lock up all the classrooms. <laughs> So this was a really fun song. I want to spend this last part of this segment, segment talking about our <laughs> personal experience with Mamma Mia. We've already talked about it a lot. So this movie's like kind of like a little brush. Mm-hmm. But um, me and Malegan were Donna and Harry. And we were so cute. We were babies. It was like a year ago before the pandemic. It was in January. January 2020. It was our last show before the COVID shutdown. Well, yours. Because I was kicked out of Into the Woods at at two. (laughs) I thought you quit. I did, but I was kicked out. (laughs) They were like, I'll put another one on right now. And I was like, bet. Do it. And then you left. Anyway. Hi, acting studio. What's good? Yeah. Anyway. um, I mean. So, to sum up, we had an amazing time doing Mamma Mia. And I think that not only did it bring us closer as friends, I think it brought the cast Hello. I think it brought the cast um, closer because a lot of us stuck around, and yeah. and then like a lot of us were in Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. and um, that's when Megan and I became like really good besties. Really good besties because like you know Sweeney Todd, bro. Yeah. So we want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you guys listening in on us because we just have such a good time doing this. So, um, we want to play a little farewell song because, you know, it's Mamma Mia and it's ABBA and we love to hear, <laughs> this was almost on my playlist, low-key, but then I was, Waterloo deserves to be on. but then there was, like, a little, like, draggy part, like, the history book on the shelf, I'm like, what am I gonna, like, exercise with that, I don't know, it just, like, hits different for my, like, it has to, like, constantly be moving. If I'm right. going to exercise to it, I don't know. The way that I couldn't figure out what part of the song you were talking about, I yeah. was like, history... The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. Waterloo. Okay, before we start singing that in probably the wrong key. um, (laughs) What key were we even? I don't know. We're going to say our goodbyes in the Mamma Mia tradition. Yes, please just enjoy Waterloo, sung by the Mamma Mia original Broadway cast. Have a great day. Stay inspired. Um, This is Bitchin' Bout Broadway with Elijah and Megan. We'll talk to you next week. Next week. I'm so sorry. That was so loud. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)